What's up, guys? Welcome back to Third Pedal Podcast. I'm Zach. I'm Jacob. And today we got something really exciting. So first of all, we learned how to pronounce lemon correctly. Um, and there was a wild goose chase that led to that conversation. Uh, sure. We talk about the Isle of Man uh, TT crazy motorcycle racing. Um, speaking of motorcycles, Jake has got some news to share with his. Um, I'm back in a manual car, so that's super exciting. And um, a lot of cool stuff. And hang on for the end for some NASCAR American awesomeness. <laughs> Chad posted, did you see that his post in the group, the recent one? He posted like the meme of like, uh, um, how many people, how many cars yeah, people? So, so that's it. We'll just start it when I started that sentence. Um, that the average person owns eight vehicles in their lifetime. Yeah, that's and ridiculous. Was like, number. That was absolutely <laughs> comical. So I'm like, yeah. first of all, I don't trust that science because no, <laughs> no, like how I don't know how that's impossible. So, what I thought was awesome and if you guys listen if you're not in our facebook group go join the facebook group third pedal podcast crew we'll tell you more about what's in there but anyways you'll see this post fairly recently by the time this out it's probably about a week old but um comment in there how many cars you own and what age you are that apparently started to be the trend what people are doing but i know i'm at 13 personally um did you put in there i don't think i saw you comment in there what you're at okay so i started counting like four times and i keep (laughs) I I got it once down. I got the number down. I can't recall what it is though. I keep I kept Lead counting. Like I'd be sitting there counting, and I'm like, I'd be on both hands or whatever. I think it's close to. I think it's around 13. I would lose it. I think it's like 13 to 15 ish, and then it depends on if you count motorcycles and stuff like that. But I would count motorcycles as vehicles, and then okay. to, as a caveat, I also counted um, Jessica's cars after we got married that we bought together. That's fair. Because it's titled under my name as yeah, well. That counts. So that counts. Yeah, I'll have to do the tally. From, there were some impressive numbers in there. Dude, dude some people thought, are like high like, 20s and 30s. I know. And then, yeah, and then people are like way up there. And then mom. Yeah. Did you see mom comment? I thought that was hilarious. No, what'd she she's say? Like, she's like not saying. Yeah, not saying. With like a <laughs> wide eyes emoji. Like that's hilarious. Yeah, they're in. I forget what dad's last count was. 30 something. It was yeah, up there. We got time there. to catch him, though. We're only in our twenties for sure. Catching him. We're, <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. 100%. We're both in our mid late twenties. Every at, time I tell them about a new vehicle thing on us or what I think we're gonna do, Dad just sits there and like smiles, and the mom's yeah, like, "You know who you get proud. that from, right?" I'm like, "Well, I know." <laughs> Dude, how cool is it? So, um, we did the cars and coffee. What was it? Shout out the name of it. I forget what it was called that we did uh, on in- at, on Father's Day. Yeah, that was at that Black Canyon coffee shop. Uh, it's just the mm-hmm. Waukesha Cars and Coffee here at Wales, Wisconsin. But yeah, yeah it's the it's, third Sunday of every month. Huge. If you're around here, come on out to it. It was awesome. Yeah. I want to try to figure out how to get down there for the next one, too. Yeah. It's not all that far, a few hours down, yeah. but zip yeah. down there just for that. Yeah. But it was awesome. There was, I'm bad at counting. Um, Dad said, what, 250 cars or yeah, something like that? Yeah, we guessed like two to 250, something around there. It's yeah. pretty sweet. It's neat because they take over all their like, and I'm sure everyone else is like, yeah, we've been going to Cars and Coffee their whole life. And this is just a new sport for us, apparently. But like, I don't know why I yeah. called it a sport. I was trying to think of something funny. Um, but like, it's cool. It's really, really cool because it's like it was super respectful. But like a huge variety of cars from like diesel lifted trucks to like, you know, crazy tuned R8s or things with scary size slicks on them. It was it was 100 percent diversity, like literally oh, yeah. every single make of car every single type of that make like there was like yep 
there was like slammed muscle cars and yep. track muscle cars and yep. drag muscle cars and stock muscle cars. And everybody was right. like, they're cool. I think the pinnacle for me was there's that lifted diesel four wheel drive, like imported Japanese van that the guy's talking about, like working remotely and living in and doing all that and parked directly next to it was like a 1930s like drag car to the left and then to the right mm-hmm. was like an acr viper and yeah, then next to yeah. that was like an aston martin and like just yep. create like the weirdest variety and then there's like slammed things with anime stickers on it and like just everything Every- and then that group of like three like gt3s like old two- like 2002 gt3s or something like that yeah, down dude, at the, end of the block like there were there just were crazy stuff three gt2s 996 gt2s right three yep. of them i yep. think right there yeah Dude, it was not that was GT3 R like a newer GT3 RS. There was yep. a newer GT3, but dude, it was it was just cool. So if you guys can make yeah. it there, I know we got a lot of people uh, in the crew who are in the area. Yeah, um, we got to see James's uh, GR Corolla. He got the new Circuit Edition, which was sick. He's pretty yeah. present on the page. That was cool. But yeah, it's definitely like we post stuff like that on his crew page. So go check it out. Facebook groups, Third Pedal Podcast crew, share your build, all that jazz. And uh, Zach actually shared. Some pretty harrowing news to the team. Yes. He got he got I had to make up a confession. close and real with us. <laughs> I had to make a confession in there because I haven't been I haven't been honest with all you guys, and honestly, <laughs> I've been a fraud, and it, it's been <laughs> something I've been carrying as a burden for the carrying last it for two these years. past two years. <laughs> yep, that we've been doing this, but I made things right. So um, over the weekend, I went and purchased a 2016 Subaru WRX in six speed manual. That's, all, that's both the horn and me sh- racking gears now dude and it was funny because i think we talked about this on a prior episode but like you broke me letting me drive your car whatever one of the yeah. times we were down there yeah you had to run somewhere to run like, can i take the wrx yeah sure. go for it and i had like windows down and just like going through gears stuff i'm like oh i forgot how much i missed that yeah um so a lot of things culminated into buying that car and and yeah. now i'm gonna be um selling the audi i'll probably post that on the page as Ooh. well just so like anybody on there who wants to buy it i'd prefer to sell to somebody on the crew page awesome, it's kind of cool to like my history with cars is like i keep up with the people who buy them yeah. and even with my first car my dots and like i yeah the only one i couldn't track down was my audi that's a long story but that's um, probably okay though you don't want to see where that one's at now <laughs> yeah right it's it's probably on layer three of truck bed liner but um <laughs> so yeah it, it's um it's good i'm back i've got a clutch now um Ooh. and it's really really fun and and anyways, yeah. So I don't have any plans for the car immediately. It's got a yeah. bigger turbo. It's got a Mishimoto intake. It makes all of the turbo flutter noises, which is amazing. Yeah. Um, more than my Audi too. I thought my Audis were loud and like, I thought those were really fun and everything, but it's so much more controllable. Yeah. And for whatever reason, like tactilely, I don't know if that's the right word, but like, okay. When you're going through the gears and able to control shift points and when it actually blows off, to yep. make those sounds like for whatever reason it's like a million times more satisfying oh yeah so, yeah because you're not you're not gonna fight like a automatic clutch somewhere or fight something releasing it yeah. early or which is probably more efficient but it's way less fun so like <laughs> it's cool to be able to do that yourself yeah have you and, golden question now though have you stalled it yet yes oh absolutely you did? yeah i stalled oh, it on the way home yeah. oh yeah. really oh, that makes me yeah. feel so much better oh i stalled yeah. my car so many times <laughs> Dude, it was not till not till we got home and not till I was backing into my driveway. Oh, okay. So I had to like That's back reasonable. in and it's like I don't have a steep, steep driveway, but it's a drive it has a slope to it. Like you definitely yeah. gotta put the parking brake on and everything. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. I was backing in, you know, you hit that little bump at the edge of the driveway yeah. with yeah. the front wheels. And um 
Yeah, I just said I stalled it. It was embarrassing. Just <laughs> yeah, that's the first hey, time though. Not as embarrassing as me stalling, reversing into parking spots at our first show together with the livery on for the first time. So <laughs> oh, I forgot about that. Yeah, that you don't funny. have to live with that. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, a lot has happened since we recorded. We've been gone yes. for a minute. So it has yeah, been I, a minute. I bought a manual car. Uh, well, in between those back. shows, we did our first cars of coffee. Yeah, uh, which is at Genesis Impact Sports in Little Shoot, Wisconsin. If anybody's yeah, so ever interested in going shooting so cool. or buying a gun or whatever, yeah, um, definitely check that awesome, out. That was a super awesome cool place, show. awesome staff. Um, yeah. That's like the best range I've ever been to. It's got a lot 100%. of modern tech, a lot of cool stuff. Um, we did, that was a super fun show, and then we yep, just we, did that. We installed delivery at midnight before on my yep. car, which if you guys yep. haven't seen yet, that's also posted on the um, on the group page, but. Uh, but yeah, we did like a really, a really quick, we thought it was going to be a one hour install turned into like a four hour install for not a lot of stickers, which is kind of depressing, but, um, yeah, it took a long time. but yeah, did that before that show, Looks which nice is super though. cool. Yeah. We got the little, you can scan it. If you see our car, you'll know it's our car cause it's branded like crazy, but, um, you can scan the rear fender and it'll bring you right to the podcast, which is really cool. Um, yep. so we did that and then, yeah, between that and the next show, you got a different car. You got to bring the Impreza or the WRX to the show here. Um, and then you actually pulling in, there's that other WRX that like came up right behind you yeah. and parked right next to you. And we're like, dude, you already made a cool. friend. This is great. <laughs> yep. Already joining the, the Subi gang. Yeah. So that's well, pretty cool. No, that's awesome. You're, uh, you're not the only one who got a new mode of transportation recently. Yeah. And I actually them. also, I also have a confession, everybody. I know, <laughs> I know I've been really hard on BMWs. I haven't had one <laughs> since, uh, my E46, um, way back, which, like it was a lemon, but also I paid twelve hundred bucks for it, so that should have been red flag enough. Especially looking back at it, like back then that felt like a decent beater price, but now that feels like a parts car. Um, so anyway, yeah. I finally got a BMW that I can stand behind, sort of. Um, I traded my, I had that twenty fifteen Aprilia in this long standing uh, trade up challenge, and so I had relisted it, and this dude reached out. Um, and he's like, Hey, I have a 2016 BMW F800R, which is like their naked sport bike. And he's like, really long story short, like, uh, I, I got this thing. I thought it was going to be a safer bike than my like BMW super bike, but it's really uncomfortable with my knees. So I need something that has a different rider position. This is worth more than yours, but I'm willing to eat the cost difference if it's comfortable. And I was like, dude, done. Let's do it. So, um, he ended up, uh, it was a funny story and I made like the biggest mistake I've ever made selling anything before. Um, so we, I, I trailer the bike out to Madison area. Um, I meet the guy out there and like, we meet up, we go through both of the bikes. We go on a ride together. Most fun I've ever had. The dude's like laying my bike down, like so far on the side, just like fully feeling it out. And I'm over here, like <laughs> the second bike I've ever ridden, just trying not to like eat it. Um, yeah. we ride it. He's a super cool guy. He used to have a bug eye. He's looking at uh S6 similar to what my father-in-law has. We talk for a while. Um, all goes well. He's like, Yeah, let's make the deal. So we signed the paperwork, and uh, I'm like, dude, this is crazy. Like, awesome. I just bumped up like a little bit more value in this whole trading experiment. And um, I get the bike, we ride it home, and then like three hours later, um, we're sitting at Chloe's parents' house, and he texts me and he's like, Hey, um, I have no clue how neither of us noticed this, but you gave me the title for your Audi Q7. You didn't give me the title for your Aprilia. Which is <laughs> <That's, laughs> insane. You yeah, titled the like, dude over yeah. your nice SUV. <laughs> yeah. So I thought I traded up. I actually traded down by a lot. Yeah. Um, but he, so, you know, immediately like pooped my heart out and was like, well, cool. 
So then I text him like, well, I'm really sorry. That's terrible. And he's like, yeah. And he's got like a really funny sense of humor. So he's like, yeah, my wife is saying that I should come back and pick up our Audi. But I don't know. I'm, I'm really liking this Aprilia. <laughs> so I think I think we'll go ahead and keep that. And so, uh, so yeah, so we organized the next day actually to meet up um, to hand over the correct title and get my Audi back pretty much. And he's like, yeah, no problem. So we organize a time. And uh, so I go with a buddy and we pull up and he's on the bike. So I'm like, you know, I brought the WRX. He got to see it. He's like, dude, I've checked out the podcast, which I hope you're listening to this podcast, man. Thank you for being honest with my Audi. Um, yeah. But uh, but yeah, so he, he comments on my car for a little bit. We talk about it. And I'm like, dude, how's the Aprilia? And he's like, it's sweet. Wheelies really well. I was like, what? <laughs> and he's like, he's like, yeah, he's yeah. Use. I'm like, well, and you know, I'm like, well, I'm too scared for that. So, you know, good for you. I'm glad you're enjoying that. He's like, oh, don't worry, your BMW a wheelie too. <laughs> I'm like, okay, yeah, great. I don't thanks for telling that. me. Yeah, yeah, that, not what I needed to hear. But, uh, but yeah, so he's like, yeah, it's way more comfortable anyway, and you know, we're all good. So we hand over the correct title. Um, so yeah, we're all good. He leaves. I get home. I properly own both of the things that I think I own. He owns what he owns. It's great. So then. So like I think that's the end of it, right? So then like two days later, uh, he texts me um, and he sends me a picture of the keys for the Aprilia. And he's like, hey, I forgot I had a second set of keys for this. Uh, let me know your address and I'll mail it to you. And then he sends a message right after and he's like, please disregard, like wrong message. And I was like, wait, did you sell the bike already? And uh, he's like, oh, yeah, it long stories. Like I've, I've been interested in this other cruiser and like this person... Like I threw it out there as like a, Hey, I could trade this. And the guy was actually really interested in road two hours to make the trade. So he already traded it. I was like, That's well, hilarious. You know, good for you, whatever. And then like two days after that, I'm browsing through marketplace. Cause I'm looking for campers right now. And the Aprilia pops up and I'm like, what the heck? So I go look and it's this guy that had traded for it. And I messaged him and I was like, Hey, nice bike. That used to be mine like a week ago. And he was yeah, just like, you're like Dude, no, recently. I, yeah. Like not long ago. Yeah. Um, and he's like, uh yeah price still has gas that i put in it yeah, um like if someone stole it they could swab it for your prints <laughs> yeah yeah still has my blood on it two owners um, back yeah so he's like that's he's funny like, oh yeah yeah no it's a sick bike i'm just seeing what's out there i'm like dude i don't know what like circle of bike people i just entered with that like yeah right either don't register careful. bikes or what just swap them all back and forth but but yeah you so be careful because you might you might have 12 bikes by the end of this month right yeah who knows <laughs> who knows how many hands it's exchanged before it actually gets registered somewhere <laughs> yeah but but yeah That's so hilarious. i officially am back in beamer world and it's funny because i think i forget which one there's bimmer and then beamer and i think bimmer is the car and beamer is the bike it's different and they get very offended if you use the wrong one oh but i, I think no i'm idea. back in beamer land um but yeah so we'll see how long that lasts hopefully not long because it's way more bike than i ever want to own but i'm taking my motorcycle license test on friday so we'll see by the time this episode comes out i'm either going to be spending a weekend crying or riding so we'll see how that goes <laughs> but you don't have your license yet no just my temps oh okay so, <laughs> so you're like yeah. yeah i've owned this bike for a while and decided i should yeah. to get my license just winging it <laughs> yeah no no i'm i uh i've had my temps for this whole time Gotcha. So yeah, so now I'm I've got the road test scheduled for Friday. So we'll see. There's a bunch of auto fails for like seemingly little stuff. I'm glad that they are because it, it matters to be safe and all that. But um, but like little stuff. Bike, yeah, there's very little yeah, margin, not of a lot error. Of margin for error. Yeah, like dude, so. I okay. So we talked about the bikes. Like mm -hmm. we saw some sick motorcycles at the show too. Yeah. Um, and even the guy I bought my uh, Subaru from, he was like. Do you want to buy a motorcycle for me too? He had, what That's was right. it? Ducati monster or something like yeah, that? Yeah. Ducati monster, the thousand CC thing. Yeah. I was like, 
I was like, first of all, when we were negotiating the price, I told you literally every penny that I brought with me, which I did. And that's how I got the, I won't say it's like the, the shrewd negotiator tactic or whatever, but we were talking about the price and his absolute bottom dollar was $500 more than I brought. I was like, all right, here's my last card. I literally only brought this much. Um, and it worked out, but he, yeah. So he wanted to sell me the bike. I didn't even look at it, but I was like, I won't look at it. Cause like, I'm very no. interested in, in motorcycles. Like, obviously they're awesome. I, yeah. I drove dad's. Um, when he had that one and it's like, it is the most free feeling. Like yep. I get it, but I know that yep. I hurt myself because I know that I will <laughs> go too far and I'll try to do something stupid. Probably. Yep. That's and, why I don't want to keep it too long. Cause I feel like yeah, it's just yes. a matter of time. Yeah. So, um, and then you see, so like, that's the mentality that I have with it right now. Yeah. And then you see like the motorcycle racing, like right now, have you seen much of the Isle of man? Dude, race that's happening. I can't believe that's a thing that exists in this world. I can't yeah. believe it. Dude, it's- we went from, I know people are like, oh, history's so brutal. There used to be gladiators and they would make them fight lions and there they would still die. Is. It's like, yeah, there's that too. But <laughs> no, I mean, this, this race. <laughs> yeah, this. I'm like, we're literally doing that. But I, I kind of think a, a little bit worse. I don't know if it's worse. Or, I guess it's better. It's probably better because if it's they're choosing not- to do it or whatever. But insane so i did yeah. a little bit of research i had never like i'm sure i've seen clips of it in the past but i don't know yeah. why but for whatever reason this year it's like hitting my algorithm yeah um yeah, but i've seen a lot never, of it so i never paid attention to it it seems like it, yeah for whatever reason it was really publicized this year and then like i remember seeing clips but i thought i don't know what i thought it was i guess i, I thought it was some part of some road rally or something but not like it's this regular annual heritage thing around an island that like yeah. always happens and people always die and it's just part of the thing and like like wait who what that's still a thing like we got rid of group b i kind of figured something like this would go away with group b type stuff right <laughs> it's so much worse because you're not even in a car right you have no case like you're just no on a super stuff. bike okay yeah. so I, I got a little bit of deets about it so okay uh, the TT Isle of Man, Isle of Man TT is what it's called. So that stands for Tourist Trophy. Okay. So Isle of okay. Man uh, Tourist Trophy, it's an annual motorcycle racing event on the Isle of Man, uh, okay. which if you don't know, which I didn't until about 32 minutes ago, um, <laughs> it's a small island in the Irish Sea. So it's in between okay. uh, Great Britain and Ireland. So okay. it's called the Isle of Man is that is that um, island. And the race is basically just around oh. that whole island. So that's why oh, it looks I didn't like, know it was the name of the place. That that's yeah. all it is. It's Interesting. Isle of Man. So it's the Isle of Man tour trophy. I just said it. Rewind if I missed it. Tourist trophy races. Um, so that's why because I always thought like obviously it looks like Irelandish when you're looking at the videos and everything of it. Yeah. Um yeah. I always thought it was just like countryside, like they built the course or whatever out there, but it's literally yeah, just too. like the main road around the it's Isle just of circumnavigating the, the island at yeah. stupid speed. So it it started in 1907, which I think is always I always think it's wild. To see like how long things have been 1907? going. 1907. 1907. Yeah. With what like the I just pictured the big front wheel bikes, you know, like the pedal things. Going uh, kind of, <laughs> kind of. We could uh, before color photography, so it's kind of weird, you know, that they got motorcycles, but um, it was called the. Let's see, 1907 Silver Hip Flask or the Silver Hip Flask. I think that might be the name of his bike. Oh, that's a weird looking bike. Is it the very square one? Yes. What yes. the world? It looks like they had a bicycle. Bikes like that back then? Okay, do I know nothing about history? I guess I don't. Yeah, probably. What in the world? So, 
so yeah, so they, it, yeah, just crazy that they were doing it back then. And it's basically hasn't changed besides some safety equipment and stuff, but like, you can't really, what are you going to do at a cage? You can add airbags. Right. No, you can't right. do any of that stuff. So it's, um, seeing the videos, let's just watch the video. I sent you real quick. It's only nine okay. seconds. We'll watch it together since we're on yeah, the video. Oh my God. <laughs> oh dude. So you probably know more about how that feels actually riding a bike, but yeah, no, he's, I, have, yeah. I have zero idea of what that feels like, but just even like coming to a stop sign and wobbling a little bit. Golly. Dude, and, oh, if you keep watching it, they play it in super slow-mo too. And he's literally off the bike. Now that's actually for oh a man, one of the more mild incidences because he didn't actually crash die you know yeah oh my gosh and, and unalive we gotta say unalive for the internet oh yeah unalive you don't like that d word that's um, insane not that one like, not that even, one <laughs> <laughs> like pause the video so like play it again and pause it at four seconds like four he's seconds. he is you guys at, can do this with us if you want to watch interactively yeah like too. he's at a very high rpm and like pay attention to where the horizon line is on Wait, the screen four seconds when it's like when he's at like a uh, 45 degree angle or more, like he's tilted oh, pretty yeah, hard. He's down coming like he's hard like, into a turn and not even like, like I know bikes, crazy. everybody chill out. I know 45 degrees is not a lot. That's considered chicken yeah. strip territory on bike tires. I get it, but if you don't lean like, down 180 yeah. degrees. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If you're in the grinding, your life is not worth binding. I don't know what the thing would be, but like, that's close. Yeah, I tried. I, I fell apart at the end, but like, I know that's not a lot, but that at that speed and then to like lose traction and then get it or lose that traction grip on the thing you're riding and then Dude. get back on it. That's insane. That's yeah, insane. On the angle. So it, yeah, I thought that was, that was like a little bit of a taste of how scary and dangerous the whole thing is. And they, they did actually bring in some new safety measures for 2023. I, like I said, I don't know exactly what they can really okay. do, but it was because 2022 was the record year of deaths and like Whoa. you would think one would be like oh crap like we had a death yeah they have had 266 fatalities 266 yeah holy cow so let me just do a quick math real quick yeah so i was gonna do the same thing too so 266 right about 116 so that is two and a half ish holy cow two and a half ish so what did they have in 2022 then three must have been that's insane well i mean i don't i i get why it didn't i think i saw something about the fastest speed record was set like the fastest average speed this year and it was like 130 miles an hour for this race Something like that. Oh, there were there were four last year. Holy cow! It makes sense why they try to be like, all right, let's. Well, and that's not like figure it out. Like that's not like someone hits something in a car and the blunt force gives them, yeah, you know, whatever inside a car and you don't see it. Like that's that's bad. That's really really bad. Brutal, man. I'm bummed so out they, now. I don't know why I brought this up. Yeah, that's sad. Well, I mean, it's like, oh, you brought it up because you're trying to convince me not to keep a bike anymore, which I don't want to oh, do yeah. anyway. So thanks a lot. It's serving its um, purpose. It is. Well, that's like, it's just crazy. So like, I'm the same. Like, I knew this existed, but I didn't 
follow any of it. And like, I know mom and dad just got back from Italy and they, they had met somebody in Ireland um, at the airport. And they're like, yeah, we traveled here for that race. And the guy had like bought a helmet for his motorcycle at this race to get some deal or whatever. Just say so he got it from there. But like, yeah, that's not like people travel globally to like come see this thing, just like they do for F1, for NASCAR, for all this other stuff. And like, it's nuts that they do that. And like with the assumption, like I might be sitting on a turn where I like watch somebody like eat it off of a motorcycle at 150 miles an hour and like for sure not survive. Cause like most of the road, there are like country paths in that. Like there's a lot of like open landscape. That's not the part that ever gets like publicized though. It's all these like super tight turns and sweeping like, you know, a tight right turn over a crest that's in between two brick walls with brick buildings that are from the 12th century on either side of the road. And like, that's what they're hitting at, you know, sixth gear flat out, completely tucked and leaned over to the ground with two people right behind them. I mean, it's insane. It's in Dude, insane. If you yeah. have, if you guys haven't heard of this or seen footage, you need to go look it up. You won't believe it's actually a thing. And I can't believe there's been that many fatalities and it's still exists other than this must just be like the wildest craziest people so is it like one lap how many laps did they do of the island i don't know wow but we should do find you that know something quick. crazier yeah i just found something i just found something crazier i don't I know just if that's found true. something crazier it's at the same place isle of man okay just okay. google this real quick google this okay. real quick. i can't oh, no. believe this is real isle of man sidecar racing no way. <laughs> you ever seen a superbike with a sidecar? Oh, I have. I saw one of these guys what? at the um what's that like the Goodwood Festival of Speed thing? Why in the world would you ride I would not <laughs> how much trust do you have in another or how much lack of hope do you have for your life to be in a sidecar? Bro. What in the heck? Why? Why? That is okay. It's pretty cool. It kind of reminds me of Cool Runnings. You know that that movie, the old Jamaican uh, bobsled team. But <laughs> you know they got to work together and they got to balance it up. I just saw a picture and the guy was like totally leaning to the side. But dude, yeah, you're right. Like the trust you got to have, and like not only are you, I don't even want to ride on driver. a normal motorcycle behind anybody. Like I hate right. on a four wheeler with somebody. That makes me nervous. Like, yes, <laughs> dude. Now do you want to okay. go do it at 170 miles an hour? Okay, so I looked it up. So the lap record. So it is a lap, it looks like. I guess I can't tell. It's one I lap? Feel I feel dumb for not knowing this. Yeah, I don't know what the whole deal is. But the lap record is 16 minutes and 36 seconds at averaging 136 miles an hour. That was set this year. That's why we it's, all... Uh, wow, two, it's six, between four and six laps. The senior TT is six laps. The super stock, super sport, and lightweight categories are four as a four-lap race. Sidecar wow. race is three laps. Makes sense. Sidecar, okay. like, all right, so well, then, maybe you guys break. You okay, can so then, laps. So they're doing those laps. So that's that's nuts. So the fastest time was recorded this year: 136 average miles per hour for the run. Average, yeah, average. And then 16 minute uh, lap time for that, which is insane. Congratulations, Peter Hickman, you are a psychopath. Um, and then for the sidecar, not that much slower. The record for the fastest lap time is 18 minutes 59 seconds. Average speed of oh. 119. <laughs> Average 119? I can't believe it, dude. And that's from the guy who had the ball by passenger. The passenger with the most wins, Tom Birchall. He's braver than us all. Wow. 
Yeah, I was just going through Salute, his. He's dude. got 14, 14 wins as a passenger. Yeah, I don't know, man. That's insane. I don't understand it at all. 14 wins as a, oh, do, oh, you get, do you get, a, do you get a smaller trophy if you're the passenger? You're like, I won, but, but didn't you know? I don't know, I dude. I won. I don't I mean, know it's what. Teamwork I don't, for sure. Yeah, should you get a bigger one for being like, oh, it's ridiculous. Oh, it's 37.7 miles. It's a long race. I know you, we could have figured that math out with the lap times <laughs> yeah, and average speed. Yeah, we could have reversed math it. That's pretty far though. Just the scale of that. That's a big, it's like a, that's like a small road trip. That's like a, if you're going to go somewhere and it was 37.73 miles away, you'd be like, that's kind of far. You would stop. Yeah. As a sense of scale, you'd stop at a gas station for like a snack to hit that. For sure. <laughs> I'd stop to pee at least once. Well, comparatively, let's see. The Nürburgring is how far? The I think it's like 15 miles, something like that. 12 miles. I can't remember. I can't find the full 17 miles for the full asphalt track. I, there's a bunch of different circuits there. It's so the I'm whole sure. island. Isle of Man is like we have uh, we have to make a racetrack. Um, it's going to be the whole thing. Why don't we just go island. around it? Sure. Yeah, we're going to dedicate the well, entire wait, island. There's some pretty tight roads and cities. That'll make it interesting. Let's yeah, do it. Yeah, even better. <laughs> oh, are, insane, there, are there four foot barriers made of field stone? That give you a nasty rash if you bumped into it walking <laughs> yeah let's go with the 136 on average dude have you ever walked your basement's field zone isn't it yeah it's not fun dude go <laughs> downstairs right now and just walk well, into your wall and tell me and you don't then, have to go to the hospital <laughs> it's then, the roughest stone <laughs> well and then add an additional layer to that like i have to vacuum my floor down there all the time because like the stuff that's in between it and everything like it ends up creating a pretty <gasps> oh. nice fine powder over surfaces that I can't imagine it was fun to hit at 136 miles an hour on a motorcycle. I get nervous. The, the speed that I slow down to to turn a 90 degree corner at like two miles an hour in front of mom and dad's house because there's like four pieces of gravel on the road mm-hmm. is so I am so much in contrast to these people. It would be that awesome to interview one of them just to hear what a crazy person sounds like because I Dude, you think they're going to go on an interview with us though. Because I don't know. They're like you want me to do what you want me to Talk we'd have to, my to like computer? we'd have to like skydive with him to do it or he'd <laughs> be like well, right in it's my like, sidecar <laughs> they're like i'm willing to die for what i do you want me to talk about it on your podcast we're, we're like, like yeah, we actually tell the people and he's yeah like, i think it'd be through the people it, i think it would be very interesting that's a great idea though i think uh how many are never mind i won't say that that's so rough to say how many are still around? Yeah, that's um, a horrible thing to say. You <laughs> monster. <laughs> we should see. We should see if we can make that happen. Guys, no, if you cool. have any hookups, if there's anybody listening to this that for whatever <laughs> reason know by contrast someone. also knows one of them, I feel like it's a totally different demo of people. I feel like I feel we like the do people a, who we race. We should do a quick that, check to make sure they speak English too. That'd be a good a good thing. Yeah, it's Ireland. They speak English in Ireland. Oh. Yeah. And they're probably not all from there. That would dude. How crazy, how alternate reality would that be? That would be the same parallel of that, as crazy as that would be. It would be, what's that island off of the coast of India that India technically owns, but it's like an uncontacted people? Do you know what I'm talking about? Nope. Do you know that what? this exists? Nope. There's an island off of India. North it's owned Sentinel by India. Island? Yes. The okay. Sentinelese are like an uncontacted people. There's been like a handful of people who have ever gone there, and they're like Interesting. stabbed immediately unalived wow. as the tiktokers would say wow um 
You're just full of great news today, aren't you? <laughs> I am. Yeah, I can't believe you never heard about this. I, I went down a rabbit hole with it once. I was like, there's no way. Because you always think about and, and people talk about it in like... I think about that all the time, yeah. That there's just people that are not using iPhones and stuff. You know what I mean? Like are not right. living like a... Obviously, right. there's third world countries and whatever and stuff like that. But right. um, but like that's at least arm, arm's length. This is like they're, they they don't know that we exist. Wow, you know? that's crazy. They, they Like it's just totally weird to them like there's they're still like wearing the leather skirts and stabbing stuff with uh why can't i think of the word spears is that the same spears, spears? yeah yeah I, don't know, I couldn't think of that for the last five sentences but super weird so anyways like all the pictures are just like of them shooting at helicopters and stuff like that yeah because they're like what weird. is this giant bird bug thing kind of like it's they think it's some god coming to kill them or whatever you know they, don't, they just don't know um or it's a group of really smart people who are like we want to be left alone and then yeah. they, they just put on that facade anytime someone comes near. That's a different conspiracy theory. But, okay, now here, let me draw the line between the two. Because <laughs> you're like, oh, let's make sure they speak through this first. Imagine we're going to get to a different all... For You page now. <laughs> I know, right? Good, get your tinfoil hats on. Like, all, you're like, let's make sure they speak English. Like, all of those... Oh, man, I'm full of the noises tonight. All of those <laughs> racers, you're like, what if they're just all from that island? And they just all grow up and like... Hey, we got to get some groceries. And then it's going 130 miles an hour across town. Spinning around. Get back. Oh, 17 minutes. Not bad. I know it's not a good Irish accent, but they're like all from there and they want to be uncontacted and they know it's dangerous. And they're not living the best, whatever. But like, that's oh just their gosh. way of life. I love it. <laughs> so it's this like, is just how they drive. Yeah. It's like the, the Sentinelese, but it's, you know, Isle of Man East. The, I, that's the episode <laughs> title right there. Island of Manny's. <laughs> Island of Manny's. Dude, that's insane, insane, dude. That is a crazy race. Well, speaking of speaking of crazy, crazy races, I mean, the other big motorsports thing that happened while we were on our little hiatus of not recording was this wonderful little race. You may have heard of it called the 24 Hours of Le Mans, the endurance race mm-hmm. that happens in France. And the super weird. So apparently, this was the hundredth and the hundredth anniversary. Can't talk. Um, which I didn't realize. I didn't know it was the hundredth this year. And it's also the seventy fifth anniversary of NASCAR being a thing. And so, mm. what did they do? They entered a NASCAR in the twenty four hour of Le Mans race, which was equally like really cool and very very weird. I don't know. Did you see the photos of this thing? Yeah, it looked, I know it's widely controversial. It looks yeah, as you would it expect it to look. Photoshopped because it's way bigger than all these like tiny little like endurance race like special whatever cars. You got this giant NASCAR. It screams like all the memes about like like everything you're picturing in your head about like bald eagles and American flags and like all yeah. this crazy sound yeah. compared to it. All of it 100 percent true. Like you even had like there were Cadillac uh Le Mans cars there. And they had, you know, V8s and stuff, but nothing compared to just like raw power coming out of this Camaro that's, you know, it, it's the the Camaro, whatever, the, the new Camaro that's going to be, um, you know, out this season in NASCAR. It's whatever, whatever the cup car design is. It was modified a little bit, uh, obviously, like bigger gas tank, lights, like real lights, mm-hmm. um, things like that. It was a little bit longer, different arrow, all that stuff. But um, But yeah, they campaigned this thing. So... This caused a lot of controversy and it was like really weird because it fit in this really, you know, it didn't like match up with any of these other cars, anything like that. So apparently I had no clue this was a thing. I frankly, to be honest with everybody too, have not followed this race very much, but now I kind of want to, um, which mm-hmm. if that was the whole point, good marketing stunt. 
But yeah, apparently there's this thing called Garage 56 in the Le Mans race. And I think I had this epiphany like a day ago. And if everybody else is ahead of me on this and I'm just stupid, fine. But I'm I'm assuming it's like they have like 56 garage stalls at the Le Mans race or there's 56 slots. And so there's yeah. 55 teams for everything. And then Garage 56 is just the designation for whatever this is. Maybe. Don't know. Probably. But apparently well. this has always been since 2012. This has been like the his, the uh, experimental class. So like ah. it's open to like single like they're not in any classes with anything else. They're not GT, GTE, anything like that. They're their own freestanding thing. They're not technically competing against anybody um, other than like a proof of concept, like something to try something different pretty much. Um, so. As part of that, they're not eligible to win the race. Like they're not actually eligible eligible to like take the trophy or anything because they oh, are okay. kind of off limits. There's no specifications. There's no anything. It's just really meant to be like a proving ground. Um, Interesting. So, uh, I think it was Hendrick Motorsports. Um, they campaigned this car. It was really cool. It was like Hendrick, Goodyear Tire, Chevrolet, NASCAR, um, all joined efforts. So like these are the four, it's like the four horsemen of America came together. Right? Dude, <laughs> Avengers like, assemble, but the Avengers are just <laughs> like, just like AR-15s yeah. riding just bald AC eagles. ACDC playing in the background. Yeah. And just roll in. Right. Holding the American flag out of the, out of like the pasture window. And they're just doing donuts. Like they're doing, he's doing the, the, What's the wrestler guy, the Austin 316, where he smashes the beers and he's chugging them? <laughs> yes, so, yes, they're yes. all sitting there with like their champagne, like, what are they <laughs> right. doing here? <laughs> right. Well, I pe- it's like the whole Ford versus Ferrari thing, like on steroids. Totally. You know, it's like the whole thing, like, what are these people yep. doing here? And they just show up, like, literally with a NASCAR. Um, so, what I didn't realize, I thought this was really cool because the thing had 20, it was number 24 in the race. And mm. I recognize the number was Jeff Gordon's, like, 24. And so yeah. I'm like, okay, wait a minute. And so I did a bunch of research on that too, because I'm like, is it like regular sports numbers? Is it like married to a driver? So what I didn't realize is Jeff Gordon is the team vice chairman for no the Hendrick Motorsports NASCAR team. Yeah. So it is his number Dude. purposefully. Um, apparently, that number has won 97 Cup Series races, the fifth most in NASCAR history. Um, wow. And the current, the current driver, William Byron. So apparently there's like a new driver for 24, which is weird to me. Um, has added four more wins to that. Um, so that was cool. So wow. I didn't realize that they were like campaigning a number like that. And also that like these numbers are like these monolith things in NASCAR, which is kind of interesting. But there's a couple B. articles. Billy B yeah. out there representing the US of A. Right. That's awesome. Well, so there were three drivers who uh, who raced for the team. I got to find the thing. It was a, there was an IndyCar driver, a NASCAR driver, and then another dude, which I feel bad for not knowing. I think it was a Le Mans guy. Um, yeah, I'll look up the names in a second. So they had their next-gen Chevy Camaro ZL1 race car. Um, this was introduced in 2012. Single entry class for innovative vehicles. Um, basically allowed for creativity. So if you open that link, I have like a history oh, yeah. of all of the other uh, Garage 56 entries that have been notable over oh, the past okay. decade. So first up on the list here was the Nissan Delta Wing in 2012. I don't know if you've remembered seeing pictures of this thing. It's a very weird looking car. It's exactly what I you don't, picture in your mind when I say Delta Wing. <laughs> yeah, you're right. It is what I pictured. I don't think I've ever seen it before, but that looks okay. wild. Yeah, so that was that. Um, that Let's see. I don't know if they say too many details about the vehicle itself. Um, the next one, 2014, was another version of a Delta Wing, but this was an all-electric version. 
So this one oh, had, I guess it was a hybrid. It was a hybrid. It had lithium ion batteries, 300 horse, 300 brake horsepower. And then accompanying it was a 400 horsepower three cylinder combustion engine. Uh, side note, oh. where's that 300 or where's that 400 yeah, horsepower right? three cylinder engine? I'd like to see I know it. Where it is. I would like it for, GR. I would like it for personal reasons that I can't disclose. Yeah, um, right. So there was that. That apparently did the first, let's see, reasonable and qualifying set the 27th fastest time managed to set a lap using purely electric power, but then the gearbox issue, like there was a catastrophic failure and it couldn't race anymore after lap five. So boo-hoo. Wait a minute. Um, the 2016 yeah. SRT41, is that what you're talking about? Yep. Did you see yep. the description? Yep. Did you see the Re- guy? Yeah. Is so that what you're getting? Yeah. Yeah. That's what I was bad. just going to talk about. So no, you're good. So um, four years prior, so in 2012, Businessman Frederick Sassett, probably butchered his name, sorry, dude, tragically lost all of his limbs to a vicious infection. So he fought back and set incredible records at the 2016 race. So he adapted a race car so he could operate the throttle and braking system with his thighs and steering column attached to his right arm limb because he only has a limb. He doesn't have a hand anymore. So he raced the race that way, qualified 32nd, finished at 38th. For this 24-hour race. So then what do we got? 2021 was another one. Another SRT41 team. This time featured two disabled drivers. A motocross competitor who became paralyzed from the waist down. And a Grand Prix motorcycle rider who became similarly injured during a crash motorbike. Uh, both using an LMP2 car with hand controls. So there was another disabled team. And then the next one, it skips to 2023. NASCAR. I love the, this, that NASCAR. And then the picture too. Yes. Yeah. The, the sky shot of the whole team. Um, so yeah so that was this Dude. was the celebration of the 75th birthday of nascar which is crazy so um i guess all told um it finished the endurance rate in 39th position out of 62 cars that entered so pretty respectable their goal was to finish the race and they were able to do it um they fixed a driveline issue that cost the squad about an hour of track time prior to that Whoa. it was ahead of all of the cars in the gte class so if it wasn't for the driveline <laughs> issue, they actually would have been pretty well placed above an entire class, which is nuts. So that's crazy. It ran. So this is nuts to me because I looked it up. So this course, um, the Le Mans race in right next to Le Mans, France. I'm pretty sure I'm saying that name wrong too, which is great. Is Le Mans, first, is that like the breathing it, for? Yeah, it's either a race or breathing thing. for pregnancy. <laughs> um, so it is a 8.4 mile track. Okay. So for this 24-hour race, the Chevy ran 285 laps, wow. which approximates out to about 2,400 miles of race time, which is nuts. No wonder for had a driveline issue. Out, you, right? you go try driving full out for 2,400 miles and see if you don't have a driveline issue. Right? Well, and for a fun comparison, they said this is roughly four Coca-Cola 600s, NASCAR's longest race on the schedule. <laughs> Dude, I love that. that. That's an amazing comparison. And I also love that we refuse to measure by any like we will measure by anything other than kilometers like that is we're like this is you know how long that was it was for coca-cola 600s <laughs> like, oh coca-cola 600 parentheses yeah. nascar's longest race that's yeah. so funny that's that equivalent is, to that is if you funny. wind up 697,000 washing machines <laughs> like we will not we will not use the no kilometers. what would it be it'd be like that's if you sat 3200 cans of beer end to end yeah <laughs> yeah is, that would be it yeah oh man that's funny so, uh let's see what else here yeah so it wasn't it was, obviously wasn't eligible for any trophy or anything like that just because of the class that it was in um 
but make her own they, trophy. Yeah, I forgot there was a quote in here that I thought was funny. I must have deleted it. Basically, they were like their whole goal was just to finish. And so after the first little bit, oh, here we go. When we saw that we were in the hunt, uh, when we saw that we were in the hunt to be leading the GT class is when we switched a bit from let's just cruise to all right, we can actually race a lot of these guys. <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah, you don't have any expectations if you're not like you can see horsepower figures and whatever like that. But yeah. if you don't know exactly where you're going to place until you start seeing that. That's funny. That's- Especially with something so different, like so drastically different looking, different scale, different everything. Like the other thing that was nuts, I think it was the only car in the race that didn't have functioning doors because NASCARs don't. So like Uh. they had to pull like every time they had to get a driver in and out, they had to like obviously lift up through They had to drop the window net, go out the window net. The next guy had to come in. They were showing it off in the pit stops because it's like the uncivilized, like it's kind of hilarious. It's like the uncivilized, like redneck American thing coming over to do this whole thing. But it's like you, you said there's a pretty good video. I, I haven't seen it of it passing the Ferrari. Um, yeah. And doing some crazy stuff. But I know like the torque of it was just ridiculous. And it like passed it, the Ferrari and shifted <laughs> along the way. Like it dropped a gear. <laughs> at, like, yeah, it goes from like fifth to sixth or whatever as it's passing Dude, this Ferrari. All super the memes G- with or whatever. it over ACDC has just I've been losing it just to see Dude. this thing like ripping through. It's so funny. We needed, I think as Americans, we needed this. We needed like a show <laughs> of American excellence, you know, and, like what better just way a than gentle like, reminder. <laughs> what better way than NASCAR to take a NASCAR awesome. over to some purely just not awesome. NASCAR sport? Yeah. <laughs> oh, you think this car can only turn left? Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, right. <laughs> we'll beat the GTE class just because we feel like it, <laughs> which is that, just that awesome. they're like they were just testing it, like it's all you know these scientist races. Yeah, I said racist, probably not off. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I met racers, racer guys, um, going to test this car, and then they're like, "Shoot, Billy, I think we can win this thing." <laughs> like you could totally just, picture the moment where go. they're like, "Huh." It's like the yeah. it wasn't that in Ford versus Ferrari where they're driving. And he's like, "Hey, if I can go above ten thousand RPM, like I can actually have a chance here." And then they're finally right. like, "Do it, go above the RPM limit." And then he did. It's like there's more in the car. They just weren't driving yeah. hard. Which maybe maybe if they didn't, they wouldn't have had the driveline issue. But it's kind of cool that they like gave it all they got. They ran into a driveline issue, which like we just read the other garage fifty six cars like had driveline issues. There were in the race. Let's see if I can find it real quick. Lamont's uh standings. There were like a bunch of teams who didn't finish. So it's not like they were the only one at risk. There was, let's see, how many DNFs are there? Oh, it's not listing it on the site. I think there was like five or six teams that didn't finish based on whatever. If there was an accident, mechanical failure, or something weird. Um, but like that's a thing that happens regularly, but not for this team, which is kind of cool. I also heard rumors, I don't know how true it was, but like you got three drivers. So like 24 hours, three drivers, you're racing for eight hours a piece, which like, if you think about it, that's insane. Cause like, even like we've gone, this is a really dumb example, but we've gone go-karting and you go-kart for like what? 20 minutes, like 25 minutes. Maybe you're going and go-karting and you finish and you're like, wow, man, I was really wired for that go-karting race. And like, you're not driving 150 miles an hour. You're not doing anything crazy. Oh no, you're looking up how to per, not, you, how to correctly pronounce this. <laughs> yeah, I just sent I just sent you for studying later. I don't well, I didn't so, do it obviously, but so yeah, okay. So like you're you're normally like that engaged for such a short period of time, and these guys are doing it for like eight hours in their car, like at you know high end speeds, trying to set lap records, overtaking people in the middle of the night. And so apparently there's rumors that like 
you know, while one driver's going, the others are like trying to rest or trying to relax to be ready for their racing position. And apparently yeah. the this V8 screaming by kept waking the drivers up every time it would pass. It's so like every three minutes <laughs> this would pass and like wake people up, which is That's also awesome. like the most American thing ever, which is funny. Yep. But yeah. Um, but yeah, I thought that was really funny. All right, let's see how I'm saying this word wrong. I gotta watch yeah, this let's video listen now. To the pronunciation. We should probably wrap it okay. up that. In France, it is said as Le Mans. Yes, okay. the S is okay. silent here. Le Mans. Lemon, dude. Le Mans. Le Mans. No, you said that. Le Mans. Le Mans. Le Mans. You know what? Dude, America, bro. Out. Le Mans. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Shout out Julian Miguel. That was a fantastic video. <laughs> how it started was pretty intense. <laughs> Yeah, it's like, whoa, what are we watching? <laughs> but anyway, on that weird note, so there's the fun, there's the fun update on 24 hours of Le Mans. There's the Isle of Man TT. We got Zach in a manual car for the first time in a few years, which is super exciting. We're both for the Subi gang. I'm back. We've, we've thrown out the idea of maybe we become the Burble Brothers instead of Third Pedal Podcast. <laughs> I actually joke. really like that name. New podcast idea. Um, but the <laughs> the Burble Bros, Burble Bros, all vapes, no races. Uh, the I don't know. I'm not I'm not crushing on these on these yeah. uh, taglines. But no, we got that. And then I'm back in a Beamer. So there's your crazy weird episode for this week. But yeah, definitely go check out. If there's anything you guys are gonna do, Third Pedal Podcast crew page on Facebook. Share your car. Share all that yeah, stuff. We've got there. a bunch of car meets. We've got apparently we were just invited to a track something. Up in uh, up by you, up by Green Bay, um, yeah. in the middle of July. So there's gonna be something like that. We're trying to get out some autocross events, trying to get out to more cars and coffees type stuff. Um, but yeah, if you're in the Midwest, like let us know where you guys are going. If you're not in the Midwest, then share photos of where you're going because there's a lot. You know, there's probably some more listeners in your guys's area, and that's kind of what we want to like start uh, building up. Is like all these like little mini car communities. So if you guys can find each other through us, awesome meet up link up send us photos it'd be awesome but yeah go check it out third pedal podcast crew page it'll be posted in the notes below on this episode but i think that's all we got for this week so without further ado don't bust your knuckles wrenching drive safe and we'll see you on the flippity peace thanks for watching guys